0: Section seventy-one of Canzoniere by Dante Alighieri, translated by E. H. Plumpter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section seventy-one. Canzone eighteen, Freedom and Bondage. Dolia mi reca nel core ardire. Grief brings within my heart a spirit bold to help the will which loveth all that's true. So, ladies if to you I speak what seems against mankind as thrown, marvel thereat the less. But learn your low desires, full cheap to hold, for beauty, which through love in you hath grown, for virtue true alone, by his decree of old, was fashioned, against which ye transgress. I say to you who love's great power confess, that if your dower be beauty, as ours is virtuous duty, and unto him is given to make both one, ye ought all love to shun, and cover what of beauty is your share, for that it hath not virtue love's true sign. Ah, where drifts speech of mine? Fair scorn I do opine, were rightly honoured in a lady fair, who should her beauty banish from her care. Man from himself hath virtue driven away, true man no more, but brute in man's estate. Ah, God, what wonder great that man should wish from lord to slave to fall, from life to death descend virtue to her creator subject eye obeys him giving him true praise in all ladies that love may call her is enrolled where his true subjects wend in his blest court on high from the fair gates she cometh cheerfully and to her mistress turns goes gladly and sojourns and with great joy fulfils her vassalage through her short pilgrimage she keeps adorns enriches what she finds and warreth so with death, he brings no fear. O maiden, pure and dear, shaped in the heavenly sphere, thou only makest noble. Proof is this, that thou the treasure art that bringeth bliss. Slave, not of true lord, but of slave most base, he makes himself who from this master strays. Hear now how dear he pays, if ye count up his loss on either side, who passeth virtue by. This master-slave works out such foul disgrace that the clear eyes that mental light provide through him their vision hide, so that he needs must tread in others' ways, where madness meets his eye. But that my words with profit may apply, from whole I to apart, and to constructive art more simple, that they tell an easier tale, for seldom neath a veil doth speech obscure approach the mind aright. And hence with you my wish is to speak plain, this do I for your gain." not mine i must explain that ye may hold each churl in deep despite for too soon likeness springeth from delight he who is slave is like a man who goes in his lord's track and knows not where it leads but in dark path proceeds so fares the miser seeking money still which over all doth reign swift runs the miser swifter flies repose o blinded soul that neither can nor will discern its wishes ill with that heaped hoard which every hour exceeds and doth no goal attain lo they reach him who leveling doth reign tell me what hast thou won blind miser all undone answer if other answer be than not with curse thy couch is fraught which flatters thee with foolish dreams of night cursed is thy wasted bread less lost if dogs it fed at morn and eve thy tread was prompt to gather and with both hands grip what fleets so swiftly from thine ownership. As wealth is gained without proportion due, so is it without due proportion kept. This is it which hath swept many to bondage, and if one repent, tis not without great strife. O death, O fortune! What is it ye do? Why not set free the wealth which is not spent? If thus, for whom is it meant? I know not. We within a sphere are swept which ruleth all our life. Reason that fails to check with faults is rife. Does he say, I am bound? What poor excuse is found in this for ruler whom a slave commands? Nay, doubly base these bands, If well ye mark where my hand shows the way. False to yourselves, to others harsh are ye, Who see men wandering bare, o'er hills and marshes fair. Men before whom all vice hath fled away, while ye heap rich robes on your mire and clay. The miser's eye on purest virtue fall, virtue, who doth her foes to peace invite, with lure full clear and bright, to draw them to her, but no good it brings, for still he shuns the bait. Then after many a turn and many a call, the food to him, so great her care, she flings. Yet spreads he not his wings, and if he comes, when she hath vanished quite, his troubles seem as great as if he gave not, so for him doth wait no praise to kindness due. I will that these my words be heard by you, one with delay, and one with vain parade, and one, with looks and shade, turns what he gives to bargains sold so dear, as he knows only who such purchase pays. Wilt know if his wound frays? Who takes he so dismays, less bitter twere to meet a simple no, and others and himself the miser woundeth so? thus ladies have i laid before you bare one limb of that vile race that looks on you that wroth ye may them view but more unsightly still is that concealed yes far too foul to tell of each tis true that each sin gathers there for friendship still in oneness is revealed and leaves that love doth yield spring from the root of other blessing true since like loves like indeed here how to my conclusion i proceed who, to be fair, doth deem a good, must never dream That she is loved indeed by such as these. But if mong ills we please to reckon beauty, She may trust it well, naming as love a brutal appetite. May such dame perish quite, who should her beauty bright From natural goodness for such a cause repel, Nor deem love doth in reason's garden dwell. Not far, my canzone, doth a lady dwell, Of our dear land the child, wise, wise, Beautiful and mild, and call on her, yet none may her discern. When they her name would learn, Bianca Vanna, courteous, calling her. Go thou thy way to her in meekness dressed, there first thy course arrest, to her first manifest who thou art, and for what I bid thee stir. Then at her hest be thou a follower. End of section seventy one.